Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast on the charts. Um, I'm referring only to the solid gold charts. <laughs> yes. Uh, and gold. here come the solid gold dancers to dance us into this episode. I am Eric Blood, your diehard romantic. And I'm Elenito, your devoted lover, and a devoted lover of solid gold. <laughs> and I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And, and he's made of solid gold. I'm a golden virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy. We are talking about solid gold murder tonight. Solid gold murder. Uh, yes. And we start out with our minute maxes, trying to sum up the plot of any given episode, not just this one, in 60 seconds. And Joe starts. And I'm starting Solid Gold Murder. All right. Max's nephew comes to town, family friend. He looks like a swole Dustin Hoffman. And the hearts pick him up, and then they go to an event that they call Black Tie. So it's a Black Tie event where they watch a bunch of bodybuilders pose and to classical music and buffet food. Uh, anyway, somebody tries to steal this man. This man has opened a new gym. I forgot his name. Dustin Hoffman. He's opened a new gym and he has all these barbells that are painted red and there's people trying to steal these barbells over and over again and they keep stealing the wrong barbells and they find out they're trying to steal them because they're actually gold. And then they come up with this plot that I don't really understand where they put the, the barbells in a glass case and then let them steal them. And then the whole, the rest of the episode is just Jonathan running around, like scampering around. I don't know what the plan was. Anyways, he ends up in the basement of this bad guy's building and it's a bunch of gold statues. And then they, it's like the least climactic fight ever and they win. And then there are, everything's good. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Well done, Joe. Thank you. All right. Ellen, <clears throat> would you like to give it a go? Did I miss anything? Would no, I ever? You didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know that. I mean, it feels like Joe's got this one. <laughs> yeah. We could just go with mine. <laughs> <laughs> I vote for Joe's. Please don't dispute the results. Okay. <clears throat> Solid gold. Murder. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Here we go. Uh, Max has a bodybuilding fake nephew named Vince Nicona, who is returning from the United Kingdom after a bodybuilding tour there. That was a great success. Mm-hmm. Vince Nicona is not just a bodybuilder. He's somebody that has never eaten sushi before. Mm-hmm. So the uh, Max is all pumped because, no pun intended, because Vince is opening a new gym, his bodybuilding, whatever. It's a 24-hour gym. Yay, there's lots of barbells and organic drinks and a sauna. And so Max is like, I got to get in that sauna. And they go to, he goes to the sauna. And then there's some guys there who are really stealing a barbell. It's a barbell that a man with the eye patch was really interested in when they were at the fake Burbank airport. So then uh, there's a lot of stealing of these barbells. The barbells are made out of gold. The guy holds Vince Nicona at gunpoint and he, throw, he makes him throw the barbell out of a window from the second story into a truck. <laughs> <laughs> then Jonathan uh, makes up a plan where he ends up at the evil guy that's in charge of all of it at his house in his fake museum where he makes ugly gold statues of men with small penises. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Great job. That throwing the barbell into the truck scene. Oh, my God. <sighs> we got to talk about it after yeah. Eric's spectacular. Uh, all right. Um <laughs> I'm going to try something and then I'm going to obviously give up midway through, but I'm going to try it anyway. (sighs) Solid gold murder or heart finger. (laughs) (laughs) Noel Tapman. He's the man. He's got some men. Two men of hench who want a gold barbell. (laughs) That Max's nephew has at his new barbell gym, <laughs> but don't go in. <laughs> I can't do anymore. Uh, <laughs> a barbell gym. <laughs> I'm, I'm so lightheaded. Oh my god. <sighs> I, I'm done. I can't do it. I, I can't do anymore. He then oh like like uh, let Bassie in. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, wait, I have 13 seconds. Um, um, he also sculpts with only gold. <laughs> he uses only gold sculpting men with only gold. 
Yes. <laughs> nice work. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I had to do that. Oh I, I, my god! This was the. I'm so glad that you did. This was the dumbest wow, episode of Heart to Heart yet. I, I can't, no disagree. I, I can't think of anything more just boneheaded than this episode. <laughs> Even the car satellite dish. Car satellite dish was fun. <laughs> if those barbells, like, if they scraped off the thing and found some Egyptian writing and like, uh, were able to make it into something awesome other than a statue of Napoleon, mm. uh, then maybe. Mm-hmm. Because you opened with some lovely musical interpretation, <laughs> I have to say that that actually was something that I loved about this episode was the way they just kept bringing it back Always. every single time the gold uh, finger theme would play in the background, <laughs> except for the time when they were at the mysterious black tie grand opening exhibition event which was long i mean like they were having those bodybuilders legit bodybuilders pose for so long after a while i was just like i feel like i'm there this is effective (laughs) because i feel like i have felt when i have been working at like opening events or whatever and i just am so stone bored by Mm. what's happening and like the smile is just frozen on your face and your mind starts to wander. That's how long they posed. But then that was when the string quartet was playing and the people were really <laughs> posing that. But then all of a sudden it got juiced and Vince Nukona, who's actually Frank Zane, mm. right? Yeah. Legit professional award-winning bodybuilder. Oh, he wasn't but, an actor? So that surprises <laughs> me. <laughs> he's oh, wow. posing to the most incredible Muzak version of Macho Man yes. by the village people that I've ever experienced. Ugh. And that part, I was glad that it went on long, not because I like looking at bodybuilders, because I realized I super don't. Yeah, no. But it's because that song was amazing. And then everybody got kind of hyped. Is there any cool. real world event that actually is just watching people flex and pose and then you clap? Yeah. Yes. That's absolutely. a real thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That's a bodybuilding competition. Yep. I thought bodybuilding competition. There's all different kinds of. I thought it, yeah, they would lift weights or. No, they have to pose and show off their. They, they show off like bodybuilding. Really? Like the stuff that Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. would do, like the Mr. Universe. Yeah. Um, I've like, seen yeah. those. That's all. That, it's all about the posing because you have to show off every muscle that you have. Oh mm-hmm. my God. What? Yeah. And so those were real working bodybuilders that were in the show, which was <laughs> super kind of interesting to me. Because of, because of how long it went on that they were doing yeah. it. But it, I guess it was just like having a moment, right? So Frank Zane was Mr. Olympia multiple for multiple years. So he oh. was a, a championship bodybuilder. So I was like, I got to look this guy up because I know zero about bodybuilding, right? So I looked him up and learned that what makes him stand out in the history of professional bodybuilding, among other things, is that the way that he worked on his body he had what was considered to be like the best proportion and symmetry that that was his signature was that hmm. he was uh, really sculpted. He um, is one yeah. of the, he is one of the only three people to defeat Arnold Schwarzenegger in bodybuilding competitions. Wow. Holy and shit. Who doesn't love that? That's, I mean, I, I love get it with Frank Zane on that. And yep. he wasn't completely, he had some charm. I liked him. I liked him on screen. I mean, he was a pretty wooden actor when he had to emote <laughs> at all, but like, I didn't hate watching him. Yeah. He's, he's not he's, good. Like Tommy Lasorda in a poker <laughs> yeah. scene. or Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> or uh, a creepy tennis player. <laughs> I think to me, his talent was sucking his stomach in. Did you see, you could see the backsides of uh, his ribs. I hate that move. That was so weird. It's just part of the routine, right? It's It's just a thing. I loved the bodybuilder thing, but yeah, way too long. Maybe spread some of those bodybuilders out into the second half of the episode a little bit because there was a line of like 20 of them waiting to pose. (laughs) There were so many. And yet we're only focusing on a couple. Maybe give some some of them the limelight in that scene or have them play a bigger role the second half of the episode was just jonathan running around after he yeah. jumped in that truck yeah. it was so long and he had no plan what, what the fuck was going on it was so it's completely derails the His episode plan was to jump yeah. into a moving truck into and he the succeeded moving truck. i appreciated yeah. that's always the plan i appreciated um that they showed female bodybuilders as well mm-hmm. yeah like if you're gonna do a bodybuilding 
episode. Yeah. Thanks. Susan? Thank you. Is I that mean, that, that was good. Samantha Cisco. I don't know what her real name is. I think it was Susan, but with the sort of bowl cut look. Well, her, she name, was cool. her, name is, her real name is Susie Green. Oh, okay. Ah. I, yeah, we start out also with Jennifer doing those little stretches on the floor at the beginning <laughs> of the episode, which was pretty funny. This episode hurt my brain so much. Like it, every element of it was just so that this guy could lift something heavy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are so many movies that are just about like strong men. True. Hercules, for example, like, like that's just about a strong guy. And mm-hmm. look, how, look how he can lift something really heavy. Mm-hmm. And this is the TV version of that. And it was so boring. Really? So I wasn't, boring. I wasn't super bored the first part. I loved the gym stuff. I loved all the bodybuilders being everywhere. I thought it was really funny seeing that level of just crotch <laughs> in little <laughs> underwear is so insane. It was weird to see like naked men yeah. through so much of an episode. You never yeah. see that. And I like I also feel weird when it's like a bunch of women in bikinis just constantly. <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. this was really you don't see that. Mm-hmm. And I know that I know that the bodybuilding thing that's the whole gist of it is look at the body yeah mm-hmm. but eh, i don't know mm. god that'd be boring that'd be so boring i just have never really i mean of course like i'm just of course i'm not <laughs> but um this is random two of my cousins two of my female cousins got really into bodybuilding for a while so I did learn some things about bodybuilding from them, but I never actually saw them compete. Hmm. But there's some types of competitions that I actually find more entertaining because there's some ones like there's all different kinds. And for women, like there's I feel like there's even more bodybuilding and, and you know, fitness competitions is sometimes how they're what they're called. I think that's hmm. the real term. But those sometimes have like they do the posing like they're required posing to show like the definition and and the form and all that and then there's um like a little fitness element that seems to be just doing little aerobic dancing and tumbling and i gotta say like don't start watching those things because (laughs) it just is hypnotic in a way that i can't even i can't explain to myself but it's like Flex, 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 and then all of a sudden, like <laughs> jumping around, like in little like, tennis shoes and stuff, and like tumbling, and it's super weird to see really strong, um, like just fat-free physique women suddenly start tumbling. Yeah, like children. Wow. It's really disconcerting, but <laughs> hypnotic. Weird. Anyways, I'm going to so stop funny. talking about that. Clearly, I'm falling down some sort of creepy rabbit hole of my own YouTube creation. But um, I kind of want to talk about, I want to talk about henchmen. Oh, Lord. Because maybe we've just experienced hench people so consistently for mm-hmm. so many weeks now. Henches. Months that I am starting to really question (laughs) men and women (laughs) to question um, kicks of side. Um, (laughs) I (laughs) I was like, (laughs) what are you questioning? (laughs) I was so confused. I am just questioning um, what motivates people (laughs) to stay in the employ of some of the evil whatever you call them, the, the head people, the boss. It's, it's, okay. it's aspirational. This, this, one, <laughs> this one. And I say that as someone that stayed <laughs> in a job with a terrible boss for years and years and years where people are like, why don't you just quit? Like thousands of times. And even I wonder about our delightful hench persons <laughs> because they take a lot of shit and the, and they, you know, like in addition to the physical abuse, I feel like they are frequently uh, verbally assaulted I mean, consistently they are verbally assaulted. Their intellect is constantly challenged. They exist in a world of, of abuse. And so God. this episode, the um, Noel, Noel Tepman, like went, I felt way out of his way hmm. to say weird 
disproportionately oh. mean things to the henchmen. God, that f- to, he uh, really to Harold had some, and Ed. He had some dialogue that was yeah, real. So great. Somewhere when he's talking to them about their faces, <laughs> apropos mm-hmm. of nothing. I mean, they screwed up that barbell shit. They got the Major. wrong barbell, but admittedly, they got a red barbell, and yeah. it was the only red barbell yeah. in the body center so it's like god how mad can you get but so he starts talking to them about their faces right and like oh your mouth is this or you're slack jawed or you're whatever and i was just like where the fuck is this going yeah. those guys look normal to me um and he says somewhere underneath the face of an idiot is the soul of an idiot. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I just, I lean back from that one. Like, I was like, whoa, like what, what's going on? Yeah. If you can't expect someone, you can't expect to say that to somebody and then arm them <laughs> with a gun and not them not to shoot you, you know, like, why would you think you had anybody on your side after saying something? The hen- hench culture, man. I, you know, I don't want to criticize it because I guess it's a living or something, but it's something. Yeah. It's really <sighs> funny that you yes. brought up your employer, though, because when they were on the second floor and Vince, he wanted Vince to throw that dumbbell barbell dumbbell. 300 300 pound barbell Barbell. through the window is it a barbell it's a barbell he taps uh what's the villain's name do we know noel tepman noel tepman Tepman. he taps on the window and Mm -hmm. the henchman is down below smoking a cigarette that was harold the 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 other henchman right harold's in the truck oh with the the downturned mouth (laughs) oh so it's just you henchmen Mm -hmm. tapping with the soul of an idiot the henchman is tapping the window. Yes. Okay. So that mm-hmm. really reminded me of my first boss when I worked at a movie theater. There was a little window in the projection booth. And whenever I would, she told me not to void tickets, but we would have a line out the door. And if I didn't void the ticket, then I couldn't keep selling tickets. So there was just nothing I could do. But she told me it was basically a catch 22. She told me not to do it. I couldn't not do it to continue my job and to get people in the movie theater. And whenever I would do it, she would tap on that glass so hard. And it really reminded me of that moment. She would just make this demon face down at me and I would just shrug and be like what do you want me to do it was such a like henchman boss moment where it's what's her name and address uh, (laughs) give us her name and address dox her right now yeah that sound which is sort of like the equivalent Uh, of maybe like a ring tapping on the glass right I was just like wow how can you hear him all the way down there but then I remembered I was watching a TV show (laughs) Um, throwing the barbell out the window and this is the scene where, I mean, like Vince is ostensibly going, like running upstairs after he does his bodybuilding exhibition yes. at the Black Tie event. He goes up to his own office in his own body center gym with its tinted windows. Mm-hmm. And he is basically just putting his tuxedo back on, right? So, of course, then that just turns into him being without a shirt on, lifting stuff all the time. But when uh, when that uh, dude, uh, when Ed's like, you're going to throw it out the window, I was just like... Uh, I yeah. fully just figured that Vince was going to, I'm like, that's going to fuck up that truck. Oh yeah. That was- to Sunday. <laughs> also, why does he just swing the barbell around and kill that guy? But then I was like, oh, that doesn't happen. Ellen's yeah. right corner. That's- yeah. <laughs> and, and they do this. I would, have, I would have absolutely had him like smash that guy's face in with the, <laughs> with the barbell. <laughs> yeah. Smash in his idiot face. <laughs> He did have a gun. Which is hovering just above the soul of an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Because that's where the soul is. But he did have a gun, which mm. we know from past heart to heart episodes, it's impossible to get a gun out of someone's hand. So that wouldn't have worked out. Oh my God. Yeah. Not without a, a, a light blue a clutch. pillow. Yeah. Yeah. A, a cl- clutch. Yeah. A garbage can lid. Garbage can lid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then. Max. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> the first time the hench, hen, men of hench steal the barbell, mm. they do it when before the gym's open in the middle of the night. Obviously, mm. the best time to do it. The second time is during the black tie event. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, people, there's a hundred people downstairs and they choose to throw it through that window. It's just insane. Like it's so, and then they go driving off, they hit the, the, Scotland Yard guy? Is that where he was from? Yeah, mm-hmm. supposedly, yes, even though yeah. he was American. So they mm-hmm. hit him, and then the dar- the barbell shoots out of the back of the truck, and it's just completely <laughs> it just useless. falls out of the back of the yeah, truck. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> I had a moment where I just felt bad for, uh, I felt bad for the men of Hench. Yeah. Cause I was just like, they can't get a break with this fucked up barbell theft. 
Uh, I really can't. I feel bad for- He's going to say even meaner things to them was what (laughs) I was actually thinking, and I just felt bad for them. I think I had the opposite reaction where I could start to understand why he would say such mean things to them. It's like, (laughs) oh, yeah. If those were my henchmen, yes. You're like, I would totally knock at them through a window. (laughs) Yeah, I would. (laughs) <laughs> Look down cuttingly. Harold, the 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 one with the face and soul of an idiot. Mm-hmm. He this is the second time he's been a henchman in a heart to heart episode. Oh. He was also um the guy who, whose name I never remember uh something Winslow. <laughs> uh he was Winslow. Roger Winslow. He was Roger, Roger Win- Winslow's, Winslow's Art Mart. Yep. Art Mart. He was Roger Win- Winslow's heavy. Oh. Uh so he's used to having people talk down to him. <laughs> He yeah. is in a cycle of abuse. Yeah, yeah, he is. Honestly, they were very forgettable. I can't really even remember that other one. The one that like. almost never talked was so greasy, and his mouth <laughs> seemed so distended, and <laughs> like like his teeth were he had the face of an idiot, slack jawed. He had the the face of a dying animal. I, it was a real aggressive look. Yeah. Um. One of the men of Hench actually had. One of my favorite fashion looks for this episode. Oh, in an episode that didn't, in, for me, did not have a ton of fashion. Was it the brown leather jacket? Because everybody had their shirts off. Uh-huh. Um, it was the brown. It was the dark blue shirt, uh, button-down shirt, which just was the fit was impeccable. The color was so great and unexpected. Yeah, with the brown leather jacket over it, yeah. I was like, oh, hmm. that's unexpected, but that is really solid. Well done, Men of Hench. I'm sorry that your boss is so mean to you. Yeah. The only other outfit I took note of was two of Jennifer's outfits. One where she's working out at the gym in the leotard that makes her look like a little Christmas elf. And then her her black tie event party dress, which was just jet black kind of Grecian style. It was cool. I liked it. Very low. Like the gold shoulder epaulets. I I liked her her like Chanel-ish jacket that was like a white furry thing oh that was like fancy fleece yeah like a fancy fleece kind of a thing right (laughs) yes the uh, big clay jacket i liked she was wearing a jumpsuit at one point and i also liked the red tunic she had when they went to the gym after they had sushi for dinner (laughs) um in which jonathan is something where i'm like is jonathan trying to get on my good side i mean not that he's on my bad side but you know like i'm kind of neutral on the jonathan because i sense we don't have very many things in common that's just a fact. But the quail egg um, on Salmon Row really or, turned it around. Yeah, where he's like, I'm much more at peace after staring into a quail egg perched on top of Salmon Row. And I was like, me too. And that's twice, <laughs> maybe in a row, that Jonathan has said something where I'm like, I also love espionage. And I do feel peace. Or maybe I don't feel peace. I feel intense excitement when I see a quail egg <laughs> sitting on top of Salmon Row. So I don't know. There's I'm having a lot of weird, weird moments with Jonathan. It's like when you have like, you know, like a friend of a friend that you're kind of not feeling or even not caring about. And then there's just that moment where everybody else is doing something and you're stuck at the table together at the bar and they say something and you're like, oh, I like that person. (laughs) I mean, not in a sex way, but like, I mean, that person might be, there's more to that. Not in a poke way. More, more to explore, but I probably never will kind of feeling, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That scene opening up on Vince saying, that was my very first sushi experience, was really good. His delivery of that line is really cute and earnest and just very wooden. Yeah. Yeah. I I really don't like this episode. I I think that some of the writing, um, particularly some of the dialogue, is all right. Like it does, it does more of the hip, sorry, it does more of the heavy lifting than most oh. of the rest of the episode. I see what you did yeah, there. Some sorry, swole I, dialogue. I apologize for showing you what I did. Uh, there was one moment the after they find Max, I think, and a little bit later on, Jonathan's saying, Max says the only thing they got away with was your barbell. And then um, Vince says, well, the 300 pounder just arrived and the 200 pounder, well, it's gone. <laughs> and it's like, what He's did like, he it's right just over here. say? Oh, yeah. Jonathan just said that. Why, why did we watch that? It just, that some, some th- lines like that just invert my brain. And I'm just like, why did that get included in the episode? The only line. Because Frank works, Zane is a guest star. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they, they were really like polite to guest stars in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Like they really were like, cause love boat. 
Because Fantasy Island. Yeah, yeah. What is your thing? How can we incorporate your thing into an episode? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. and, and that's what it's they cute. did. They were like, okay, you you lift things. Here, here's an episode where you just lift things. That's mm-hmm. all you have to do. Yeah. And throw I mean, one thing. <laughs> well, and it's interesting that he's not playing himself like some of the other sports world cameos but he also has a much bigger part than the other cameos that we've seen up to this point Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean in a in a world where it's like uh this week on the love boat the dallas cowboy cheerleaders (laughs) it's like you know and then fantasy island like there were different people every single week like Mm -hmm. multiple people right so it's just like just what you did i guess yeah Mm -hmm. I loved Vince's explanation for the red barbells where it's kind of, kind of touching. He says, yeah, me and my dad got loaded one night and painted it red. And since then I've used red barbells. Oh no, Max and his dad got loaded. <laughs> oh, Max and his dad did. I I'm thought, like, who gets loaded and paints barbells? Yeah, why? I'm like, maybe I'm not getting drunk enough. Oh, I don't have any barbells either. <laughs> I have red paint, though, if anybody's interested in coming over and getting wasted. Get on barbell.com. Bring, bring a barbell. BYOB. Bring a barbell. <laughs> that shipping. Will, oh, man, that's expensive shipping. Uh, pretty weird. Um, for me, when Jonathan ends up at Noel Tepman's lair or whatever, or his weird, ugly ranch house, the um and he's like i have something to show you or whatever (laughs) and he describes it as his private museum or my own museum or whatever immediately i'm just like no yeah um (laughs) Um, and he's walking jonathan through like all of his gold uh, artworks question mark uh, um but he really (laughs) that, that scene I had a lot of weird feelings during that scene because it's like, well, I'm for museums, but I'm not for this mean person. He's very mean to the men of Hanch and he's obviously crazy. Right. And yeah. it started to give me this weird, most dangerous game vibe, the way he was walking Jonathan around holding the rifle, mm. but that never really came to fruition. And so when they're down there and he starts <laughs> revealing that he makes the busts <laughs> of the man, most what man is with power. Yeah. It's my series. What does he, is that what he calls? It? Oh, it's my series. I men call it power. Men of Power. Yeah. And it's like, I am so repulsed right now. Mm. But then I was like, but I kind of like him because he's sculpting. And I find that, uh, you know, redeeming in some way. But the then- moment that he says to Jonathan, uh, <laughs> I am a collector, an artist, <laughs> I was like, a collector pre- is not an artist. Mm. <laughs> and then, pre- then he was like, oh, the- I sculpt. The hatch, the button for the hatch, yeah. press the ejector seat button, like, bye, bitch, you're yeah. terrible. He was basically Mr. Brainwash. Like, that. that's just, <laughs> that was exactly him. I have a major, major rewrite that oh. could have made this scene so exciting. Please tell me it's Are the, the orphans sculptures. Yeah, on a tour of the private museum and no. then they get killed? That part I did, like... That part I did like when he's like all of a sudden where he's like, people do come to the museum and he drags it out and he's like, and after they see it, drag, 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 drag. I kill them. And I was like, oh, that's dark. Okay. So this is the the most exciting rewrite I've ever done. And it's the biggest rewrite. It's the, to me, it's the most exciting. Don't speak too soon, Garber. It could be so cool and so fun. Okay. So first of all, the evil villain What's his name again? Noel Tepman. Noel Tepman. <laughs> okay, at the beginning of the episode, <laughs> he shows up to the black tie event and he's in a wheelchair. Very important. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> so I think you might know where this is going at the end. But so the so um Vince shows up and he's like, Hey, I just opened this new gym. Uh, but a like a bunch of my work or bodybuilding friends have been going missing every time they win a a championship (laughs) they go missing and i i need the heart's help to find them i think so (laughs) oh my god so they get the (laughs) they get they steal the barbells the the evil guy gets the bar his henchmen get the barbells and Mm -hmm. then that everything else is pretty much the same except there'd be a lot more bodybuilder fight scenes 
And then they get, so he brings Jonathan down to and unveils his work of art. And it's a solid gold covered bodybuilder. Yes. 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 Is it's dead. house of wax. Yes. Branch house of wax. Yes. yes. And yeah. they're on catwalks <laughs> over open vats of, of melted gold. Bubbling, bubbling gold. Yes. Yes. Very important because later on <laughs> when they break the door down, they push mm-hmm. the guy in the wheelchair <laughs> and he, um, ends up on the pedestal that was meant for Vince. Mm. How incredible would that have been, Joe? Have been- I think you won. I, you've you've made Joe's rewrite corner a real it would have viable made- thing. Now this yes, this is a. This is the best episode that could have been of our time. Because it links the gold <laughs> and the bodybuilders in such a great way. It's I love so it. better. The the end of this episode was so boring. The fight, the final fight scene. We get to see a, a wheelchair guy get pushed into a body of water, and I know they love that. That's kind of for them more than it's for us. <laughs> Long live Joe's rewrite corner for this one. <laughs> <laughs> that Honestly, that that is the a way better episode. Yes. It would have been amazing. Um, are you going to make it more black tie? Because I know that's one yes. of your so, yeah. signatures. <laughs> so less posing. Get rid of all of that posing and just have what? switch that with black tie events that go wrong where a, where Jennifer and Jonathan are put in danger and all these bodybuilders are come out in their little underwear and like protect <laughs> them a bunch. I want like three separate scenes of that happening. Oh, what if the party is not happening at the gym, but it's happening at like a very uh, chic um, ballroom or mm-hmm. penthouse mm-hmm. and the bodybuilders are all holding trays with drinks and hors d'oeuvres. Yes. I but love they're, that too. They're doing the poses in these. So they all look like statues. Yes. They all look like statues and yes. it's at Noel's mm. place. Noel is hosting. Yes. This Ugh, thing. Noel's so creepy. I know. I um, oh, Noel I was the idea. worst. And also in the background of his little lair, there's orphan statues. <laughs> And one nun. <laughs> They're just for practice. <laughs> it doesn't take much gold. I will say it's, you know, my version of Rewrite is always just like, oh, what if that thing was blue instead? <laughs> but um, I would have loved it if he already had made the clay uh, bust of himself mm-hmm. oh to, god that would have been uh, good prepare the casting mold because it's just like shit that's the kind of prop I could really get down with yeah totally but it was just the blank mm. thing and then it's true it's just like well this does nothing to dispel the obvious actual fact that many collectors are total megalomaniac <laughs> yeah and not artists it, this episode feels like they they spent all the budget in the first half to me and then they just ran out and then ran out of ideas and like the vince clonk coconut bonking those two guys heads together at the end <laughs> just also what was that what was the plan because was was that the barbell the gold barbell that they just let them steal or was it a fake because jonathan jumps in their truck unarmed and then goes to this house i think it was the actual gold gold barbell like what mm-hmm. the fuck no, was none the plan? of none of that made any sense it didn't make any none sense none of that made any sense i don't know why you would have casework for it um, just so they could break the casework, but it yeah. does make way for the he- men of Hench to have one of their greatest exchanges when yes. the guy picks up the, <laughs> the uh, art, art, the Roman, goes the Roman marble bust, the, <laughs> mm-hmm, and and Ed yells, "Don't be gauche! It's don't a be, masterpiece! Don't be gauche! <laughs> don't be gauche!" And it's like, wait, Ed just said that. Perhaps he is not an idiot. Okay. Yeah, he has a soul. He has a soul. He has a beautiful soul. He has a soul of an intellectual. Hmm. He has a soul nice. of an aesthete. He and uh, Winslow should he get did. together. He did. They, Winslow could sell his gold statues. Oh, God. I Well, Winslow, this would have been a great opportunity for Winslow to come back in a wheelchair because he had been shot Ooh. and fall, <laughs> fallen oh, yes. from a great height. <laughs> get pushed into a vat of gold. And to continue his weird gayness, he makes golden casts of bodybuilders. <laughs> yeah. I really, his heart is cold. <laughs> I want to nominate this episode as the worst conclusion fight in the history of Heart to Heart ever. It was just, they went in, they like bonked him, and it was over. It, it was, was just so, was this is worse than the kitchen fight in Monaco. 
I think that was way better. Oh, not the pate. <laughs> yeah, that was way more fun, at least. Look, not the pate is serious. <laughs> this, Ellen, Ellen wrote just, that line. Just, please, not the pate. <laughs> not the pate. Not the pate, not the dog on it. Yeah. Not uh, the bulk pate. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, guys, I I really I'm, I'm I have to have you guys drive this this ship because <laughs> I I didn't like this one. Um, mm. I didn't hate it. I mean, if I have a rewrite, if I can think of a rewrite, it's not a bad episode in my mind. Your rewrite inflates this to a watchable episode, whereas whereas what this was was <laughs> something I had to sit through so that we could so that I could talk to my friends. <laughs> That's all this one was for me. <laughs> An excuse to see Ellen and Hi. talk and laugh and yeah. sing a really <laughs> shitty <Yes>. Shirley Bassey. <laughs> there was a moment that for the men of Hench that was actually slightly more realistic, which was that one of the men of Hench swipes the autographed baseball on the way, like he comes back in to grab the baseball. And it's like, yes, that's totally what you would do if you're in somebody's house with all this Valuable stuff lying around. They did something in this episode that happens a lot in these kind of hour-long mystery comedies where they make the henchmen kind of likable because the main villain is so abhorrent that you're just like, <laughs> like you, you, you're just on their side because they're being belittled constantly. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like, of course, take the baseball. That, that brings you joy. You're not doing that for money. You're doing that for your own personal fulfillment. And I think you should steal whatever you want if it's for your own personal fulfillment. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like he was there, and Jonathan yeah. left. Just I mean, left they were it already out. Like, they were already robbing left the house. Out the fifty-two Brooklyn Dodgers autograph baseball. Mm-hmm. I was like fifty-two. Oh, okay, but that's a weird year baseball to have. I think, but mm. whatever. Yeah. That's right before um, the shot of Jonathan running through the corridor of their house to the kitchen door. And it's like, in my mind at this point, I just remember thinking, okay, he's got a plan. He definitely has a plan. And he's going to go do that plan now. Nope. I, I'm so confused as to their their plan, quote unquote plan, because the first step of it was to dress Vince in one of Jonathan's custom suits yeah. that he insisted would fit like a glove. And then that's the other, another really weird line where Jennifer says, if the suit fits, Jonathan says, charge it. Oh, I like that line. I I thought that was cute. That's cute. cute. That's that's a funny, that's a funny line to me. That's all the funny stuff. All the funny dialogue in this episode worked for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like Jonathan and Jennifer's final exchange, I thought was adorable. Um, I'm completely blanking on what it, what it was. (laughs) (laughs) Like Jennifer all, says something really funny to they him. They called Max the great white hopeless. That was mean, yeah. um, <laughs> but also funny. <laughs> Very weird. There was just, there was that good like early eighties comedic, uh, you know, cutting dialogue that like the eighties interpretation of the Preston Sturgis couple talk that I thought was really right. cute. Sure. It's the Philadelphia story. Yeah. 1981. It was, cute. it was cute. Jennifer told Jonathan that underneath his idiot face, there's an idiot soul. <laughs> One of my least favorite recurring uh, characters is in this episode. Oh, which one? Those stupid light blue, uh, satiny pillows. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what are their They're names? They're still there. One of my favorite recurring characters was in this episode. And, no one seemed to notice except for me. Is it the henchman from? It is the snake dropper from the pilot episode. Oh, that's right. He was sitting directly behind Jennifer <laughs> at the black tie weightlifting exhibition. One of the first most oh, insane amazing. plots to try to get rid of the hearts. Yeah. And putting a, putting a snake in a vent. I was so happy to see him in this weird way. And I was like, oh, I hope you have a line. But then, of course, it's like, nope, you didn't have a line in the pilot. You're not going to have one now. You're obviously oh. a gaffer. He's probably a crew member. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm looking down at my scattering of notes for this one, and it says statues, his museum, and then underneath it, I wrote, "Kill him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, his I muse- don't even know who his I mean. museum. I can't deal with the museum. His museum. I, so when they drove up to his house, I was like, oh, cute house. And then when they showed his outdoor patio thing, when Jonathan is sneaking sneaking into the house mm-hmm. and gets caught, I was like, oh, what a what a lovely little 
Flagstone patio. patio. But then I noticed all the furniture and it was like, why are you so cheap? Why are you so cheap if you hoard gold? <laughs> yeah. You're so cheap. Your <laughs> furniture sucks. He's not interested in money. And then he goes, yeah, obviously. He's obviously not the interested in not. style, period. Like yeah. his basement yeah, house was- house wasn't good. Ooh, it was rough. That basement was, was a go. And it was, I, was, yeah. I, I think at the, at the point when they were showing him around the museum, I turned to Joe and went, this house is a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it really was. I, I, it was not, it was noticeably- hideous right yeah yeah it, it struck me also i just i have to say it's like when just because you have a bunch of shit that you bought um and put it in a room that's actually that actually doesn't make something a museum i yep. just feel no. like i have to say that as a <laughs> museum professional that that's not what a museum is but uh thanks thanks it's all the same mm-hmm what about my museum of books? I imagine that people see his museum and they probably actually kill themselves because it's so horrible. I don't know that you have seen my museum of dog toys that we have. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's... I don't know if you've seen my curated wedding cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only people that have seen it have died. <laughs> I have killed. Yeah, I, <laughs> That's what I love. killed. It takes him. It's so drawn out. It's yeah. like, oh, I don't know if that made it more evil, less evil. It kind of just you knew that was what he was going to say. So then it's just kind of like uh, everybody's just looking at their watch. That like, whole come on, come on. The whole interaction with between Jonathan and the guy whose name I can't remember ever. Uh, no, no, Tapman. It was. <laughs> There were so many uncomfortable pauses where I just kept thinking, so weird, kill him. If you're going to kill him, shoot him. There's nothing more to say. I mean, my notes, I wanted that. Kill him. Yeah, kill him. He says to Jonathan, they're going to share cognac and discuss it at a later time. And I was like, okay, so he's not going to kill him? Yeah. Like, what's going on here? Cognac is off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Confusing. Does he say, I would have liked for Jonathan, for Jonathan to have said, I guess the cognac's off the table or like some, he did. Did he? Yeah, he Jonathan did. said. Yeah. Oh shit! Jonathan said, "I guess the cognac's canceled," and then he says, "No, you're canceled, right?" You're canceled. You're canceled. I, so it's the first cancellation. He says, "I'm canceling you." Yeah, I'm canceling you on Twitter. He says, "I was also like, wow, his basement is so small." And then it's like, I was like, "Do ranch houses have?" I guess they don't have huge basements. That's all. I mean, you know, the fact that I'm having all these thoughts is really telling you something about where I'm at with the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I was so obsessed with minutia that it was like, I can't, I, I don't know. I couldn't with this. I couldn't with this one. I do want to drink cognac if I ever watched it again, though. Pairing <laughs> sushi and cognac. It was sushi it. and VSOP. Do you know how much 300 yep. pounds of gold is worth? Three million dollars, which is three million dollars. Not Freeway. anymore. I think it's worth. Oh, do you have Stanley's calculator? Yeah, I have Stanley's calculator. Stanley did some calculations for me, and Terrific. it is worth six point eight million dollars. So Ooh. I guess there's some wow. inflation. It's, Gold hasn't inflated it's a lot as of, much lot as I of thought. Bodybuilding statues. Yeah, that'd be probably like one bodybuilding statue. 300 pounds of gold. Are you, are you going solid gold, or are you just going? Yeah, you got to go solid plate? gold. Oh. Yeah, solid gold. I would. Ooh, solid gold. Let's yeah. talk about solid gold instead. Uh, I really want to watch an, an episode of Solid Gold now. I'm just I learning know. about them, but I will watch that it's for so sure. Uh, they drink some fruit nog at the front of the episode. <laughs> right. I was I like, loved- ooh, that looks like pina koala. Yeah. Non alcoholic <laughs> pina koala. It looks like eggnog. Yeah. I loved Jennifer laughs at Jonathan when he drinks it. I thought that was really cute and adorable. I just love that they objected to it because it had no alcohol. That was the, only, re- the only reason they objected to it was that yeah. it had no alcohol. Right. It's like, oh, it's an organic fruit drink. Yeah, so delicious. Um, I'm just like, oh, it's cloudy. Fruit, fruit nog. <laughs> I know. I've, it had to have had coconut cream or something. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's clearly a non-alcoholic organic pina koala. Yeah. Well. We all know that. Is it time? for? Pick your poke. There clearly were a lot. I don't know. I don't want to be basic, but anyone with a mustache in that line of bodybuilders, eh. hell, there. Yes. Yeah, there was the blue shorts guy. Yeah, that, sorry to be oh, cliche. I didn't that anybody had a mustache. There were like three or four mustachioed bodybuilder men. Are you doing mm. a multiple? Poke? Yeah, any or all? Are of you them. are you uh, porcupining this one? Porcupine. <laughs> yeah, porcupining. <laughs> it's a porcupine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. I feel like I'm being like basic because it's bodybuilders. 
but they look good. Uh, Ellen? I got nothing. Mm. Sorry, I got nothing. Yeah. Um, I don't find bodybuilders attractive. I don't really like, I find those bodies very interesting. Um, but my, my, uh, attraction leans towards the tactile and that just doesn't feel like it would feel good to touch. Um, And that's why my poke is the snake thrower from the pilot who was sitting right behind <laughs> Jennifer because I was so happy to see him and he looked really cute. He's, and it was, he's your OG poke. He's my OG it. poke. He's the yeah. he's the original poke. He's oh, the right. OP. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He's, he's your the OP. first pick. He was my first poke. Pick. My poke too, but I yeah. betrayed him. Uh, <laughs> I, I, there was a moment where the bodybuilder <laughs> that was lifting the solid gold weight when they found out that it was a solid gold weight mm-hmm. was like, oh, he's kind of cute <laughs> but then he turned his head and his hair moved a certain way and i was like no <laughs> high standards but he was a better actor oh, wow. than, than vince i have to say mm. vince was cute too but vince was cute he yeah. what i'm so glad that you brought up the dustin hoffman thing because there were a couple of shots oh, where yeah. i was like oh you just look like a weird roided out dustin hoffman definitely but he was i don't know he was cute i think it was just because he it's seemed like, very likable very yeah very affable yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also grow a mustache. What are you doing? He really should have had a mustache. Yeah. What about uh, the man of Hinch, his mustache? <laughs> mm, did he have one? I don't even remember. Oh, yes. His, uh-huh. He had the face of an idiot, so no. <laughs> he had the mustache of a god. I don't fuck men if their faces, <laughs> <laughs> if they have the face of an idiot. See, I only fuck pure-souled men. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the soul <laughs> of a... Of a smart, smart sold, <laughs> smart sold henchmen are my gem. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't be gauche. <laughs> Don't be oh, gauche. I, I, there's, there's no way that I can't be gauche. <laughs> it's I, a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. That was so funny. That was so, so funny. That's all my um, notes. I feel like I had more thoughts about uh, the eye patch dude, but. It's probably just the thought was probably like, oh, that guy's wearing an eye patch. I know. <laughs> Talk about what a what a waste of a character. Yeah. Like he had one yeah, line and like, it was to say someone else's name. But when they found him, so he had been shot uh, in the getaway when dude threw the barbell through the window, which was the one cool shot of the episode. The, <laughs> the tinted glass breaking in slow motion looked yeah. great. Total, was, total horror movie yeah. shot. That was really awesome. Or action yeah. movie. Like it was, it was really good. <laughs> I, I thought that looked great. I just wish it went, it would go, it went straight through the truck. Like in real life, what would happen? <laughs> I know it would have just yeah. destroyed that. Destroyed truck. their axle. <laughs> we could like cut the scene from. They did have a different truck the next <laughs> from time. The rocks hitting the truck. Yeah. In the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pickup truck budget. Yeah, they got a lot of pickup trucks. It's pretty significant. But he gets shot in the getaway, and then the hearts run up to the car, and he's leaning against the steering wheel, bleeding, and he says, Noel Tepman. Noel Tepman. And that's it. Noel Tepman. And it's such a superfluous shooting. That guy did not need to shoot him. (laughs) He didn't. But the way that that scene was, was shot and edited, it was like, who is this man that was shot? And he goes, Noel Tapman and then dies. Yeah. And I think that's why Jonathan had to say, when Jennifer said, what did he say? <laughs> he says, a name. Yeah. I mean, when she says, what do you say? It's like, I'm with Jennifer. I don't know what's, what he's saying. <laughs> I just assumed but, that he, I even thought he was saying his own name. It's like, I'm about to die. Let me just let you know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I did sort of love the car, ac- car accident though, that, happens after he gets shot at because it is basically like orchestrated to be just a wedge of cars right so the truck goes they fire at the man with the eye patch the scotland yard detective and then he immediately in his gigantic car like just swings the car around so it's it's perpendicular to the street it pins the truck briefly and then also like mm-hmm. just completely wedged so the entire street is basically just blocked in the world's weirdest <laughs> slow speed car crash that mm-hmm. apparently you know contributed to his death i guess mm-hmm. i don't know i was like oh yeah i guess he i guess he shot him i, I was surprised that he was yeah. actually dead like i thought i assumed at the end of that scene that he would have survived it yeah, it was a very good shot him as a character in the episode what did he add 
I mean, he gave them the name, I guess. Mystery. I mean, he was like kind of the red herring. Yeah. Right. Because he, was, he has an eye patch. So immediately. And a gun. Like, yeah. Mm. And a gun. Right. He had a gun and at, it the, gives, at the airport yeah. or whatever, <laughs> where they met up mm-hmm. with Vince. Right. When you could go to the gate with a gun. gun-having Scotland Yard detectives. Oh, man, I miss those days. When you could, you could take just your gun to the, <laughs> to the, to the gate and yeah. with your gun and <laughs> and your eye patch. And shit underneath your posters from the British tourist industry. Yeah. Um, and now they've added some art to the Burbank Airport in Heart to Heart. They added some abstract art or some like super graphics or something. Remember another Heart to Heart episode when they were at an airport and then they go into that little side area that's murder between friends. Yeah. Murder between friends. Mm-hmm. That was so, yeah, that's, the little this, that's, that was the Burbank airport. Setup. <laughs> that's where they are. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's the, it's the fake Burbank airport that they kind of make look like somebody's weird ladies yeah. lounge. At yeah, hotel totally. or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But with posters of Britain. Mm-hmm. So of course I love it. International. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> High fashion. <laughs> what is with this episode? Oh, Jonathan um, calls the guy the um, the Hathaway shirt man. Mm, I don't get that. It's like a really bizarre ad campaign for a shirt company, and the models would wear eye patches. Oh, yeah. I like that. Cool. I like that. Because it's intriguing. It's the same device that makes you think that he might be the bad guy in the barbell inspection unit or whatever. It's just the (laughs) eye patch. It's like, oh, my God. As someone who uh, was born with an extremely lazy eye, I uh, feel slightly freaked out when people project judgment onto villainy people with eye patches yeah it's like yeah. you might just there just might not be a glass eye that works right for you or any other number of visual health issues yeah it's a weird or you could be a pirate did or they ever <laughs> did they explain it no, they no. didn't explain anything no he, nothing maybe had he a- lost his eye in a scotland yard incident well, they explained why the barbells were red. It was because Max got loaded. Yeah. Like Vince's dad. Mm-hmm. Vince's, I guess, dead dad. His so dead, dead dad. The only explanation given. Should we do ratings? I, I mean, have no idea. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, sorry. I have so little to say about this episode, and I'm, which is probably <laughs> good. Like, it's probably good. Um, I think it's okay, yeah. But yeah, I think we should just get to ratings. It's it's. We said it all. What more can you say about this one? Yeah, I mean, it's... It didn't a- give us anything. I just it's, loved the first part so much. And then right when that glass case comes in, the whole episode tanks from then on. It just goes so far downhill. It was the fucking Bobo Museum basement that I was just like, are you yeah. really doing this to me right now with those terrible spray painted gold foam statues? Yeah, really bad. I don't know what you mean. That solid gold elephant was uh, <laughs> carved on the Ivory Coast centuries ago. That was beautiful. <laughs> so much detail. Oh, why don't you come to my museum? I'm going to kill you. The black tie posing event. Can you not put up some like velvet curtains behind these posers that are it's in a weight room these, full of these posers. lifting equipment? <laughs> I don't know the terminology. I've never been to one. But just... There's so much budget for this event. There's a, trip. there's a sting court quartet. There's a banquet table. There's so many rich people. You can't put up some curtains or something. But it's it's a celebration of the grand opening of the gym. Yes. So they want to showcase the health center. Yeah. That felt so weirdly realistic to me. Like, it was weird. It was really aside weird. Aside from the black tie element, which I... Well, no, that actually kind of makes sense to me a little bit too. I can't this imagine This guy that. is opening a gym... He is a uh, world world class, famous world famous bodybuilder, and he's mm-hmm. opening a gym in Santa Monica. And all of these people have an excuse to dress in tuxedos, and they make it fake fancy by having a string quartet. Mm. Though they also apparently had a real badass drummer and a horn section mm-hmm. for the Macho Man moment, which I was like, I want to see the rest of the band. <laughs> yeah. That was, when Macho Man started, I was like, this is so good. This is the best. Yeah, I was this like, the best I'm version. loving it. I thought Goldfinger was going to be the thing I love the most, but I love this. That's, uh, all right. Yeah, no, let's get to ratings. Let's get to ratings. I don't, I have no clue. I want to go, I want to say like a three because I didn't hate it completely. It was entertaining and I'm just so confused, confounded by it. I don't really have a strong 
that's like a very weak three because I want to give it something higher than the middle because it was more entertaining than being completely mediocre or, or two or whatever. But just the second half really brought it down. So I might go 2.5, actually. I think I'm just going to go middle of the road because, yeah, just that second part of the episode was just so like weirdly boring and weird and mm. usually those plans and they didn't even explain the plan to Jennifer when she was confused about what was going on. And that could have been a moment where you explained what your plan was. I don't even know if the writers know what the plan was at that point. So I'm going to go 2.5 and I think, but I still feel weak on it. I might change it after you guys rate. <laughs> Ellen. One and a half. Mm. Ooh. Ouch. It's a cutting tap on the glass and a look down upon it. Joe, can you guess when I'm going to rate it? A one and a half. Nope, I'm rating it a one. Ooh, this ouch. is a one ouch, burn. Ouch, ouch. I'm not watching this one again. There's nothing in this one for me to watch again. Mm. Um, nothing. I, I considered a one, and uh, the reason it's a one and a half for me is partly because it's just like all my report cards used to say, uh, it does not live up to potential. Uh, yeah. See, I don't even see the potential. <laughs> I just, I don't see the potential. Not solid gold. Uh, yeah, this was not solid I don't know. Gold. Joe just showed us all the potential that <laughs> yeah, we could have with a, just a, on the spot. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot true. of potential. Rewrite. Joe's rewrite. It's a lot of potential. Joe's rewrite gets a four. Yeah. Like this. A four? But, yeah. You get a four. Not a, not a five? Mm. <laughs> I, have to, I have to hear your dialogue first. Yeah. <laughs> I can't give you a five without hearing your banter between mm. Jonathan and Jennifer. They'd say juiced a lot more. I give it one because uh, Freeway was in a cute little workout outfit. He was? Mm-hmm. Freeway? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. At the very end. That's right. I don't remember it. What? Uh, All what right. Or also missed opportunity for the, you know, remember the one, two, three, that workout? <laughs> like, ep- that's. Mm-hmm. that's yeah, yeah, man, I do. Yeah. It's like. That's cool. I like that setting and I like, I don't know, it's just so weird. And there were so many opportunities for a jazzercise y sort of vibe. Jennifer going to jazzercise with some friends and there's some weird shit going on, but they're still doing the jazzercise. That would have been so fun. Mm, Eric, you might know when this came out. When do you remember when Perfect came out? 1985. Was it around this time? It's exactly. It was, oh, much later. Yeah, okay. much later. It's exactly what I'm thinking yeah. of, though. I don't know when that uh, article, Rolling Stone article that it's based on, actually came out. Mm-hmm. But uh, the movie was 1985. Like late I 70s, the, there was like the this upswing in like pop cultural interest in bodybuilding mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it's just so much, so many more leotards and, and bodybuilders getting into big brawls and things like that, that I thought when you read the synopsis, I was like, Oh, that's going to be so fun. We're going to have all these crazy things happen. And then it just didn't at all. Really. They did a black tie event. So maybe that's why I'm rating it a little higher. Cause they actually said black tie in the episode. <laughs> so it's a pretty good event. Well, Solid Gold Murder gets a five, which Ooh. is a heart murmur. Lowest um, possible. It is not a not a heartworm, but mm-hmm. it is the lowest possible heart murmur. I feel good about that. I don't, but that's fine. Um, you give it a one. I give it a one. Wow. And I'll give it a one again. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Ellen, what are we doing next? Yeah, please tell us. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Originally airing April 14th, 1981. Next week, we are going to talk about getting away with murder. Mm. And I feel like I have to say much like the cult cult thing. um, Away is spelled A-W-E-I-G-H. Getting away with murder. Like anchors away? Ding, 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 ah. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, episode. Um, so, getting away with murder. Jonathan and Jennifer set sail incognito on a gambling ship in an attempt to crack a counterfeiting ring, which happens to be passing the money as winnings in the gambling room. That is all one sentence, and that was a <laughs> bit of a struggle for me. <laughs> wow. Is, I wonder if uh, Guido della Fortuna will be joining them. I love a gambling ship. I like, <laughs> I will like their, their outfits, their costumes, if it makes sense to be dressed up, but they, I don't think it's going to. Gambling makes to. me uncomfortable. They have, gambling makes and me I very don't uncomfortable, like ships. but uh, don't like I ships. really hope that the hearts are in at least one 
set of costumes. Why does gambling make you guys uncomfortable? I've never been comfortable enough to uh, wager money. Um, it makes me uncomfortable, although that's that's not entirely fair. I, uh, because people get addicted to it, and it's sad. Mm, that's yeah. sad. That's very sad. It's true. But games are fun. Let's be real. Games, games are, are fun, fun, but I don't like. I I don't. I'm not the person that's like want to put five bucks on it. No, because that's a hamburger. Huh. Okay, I need to clarify. I actually like to gamble because I'm always like trying to get people to bet on stuff with me. Dumb things, though. Um, <laughs> but I guess it's casinos that I don't like. So I actually don't uh, like the gambling ship. Yeah, clarifying. I don't like gambling ship. Is it a <laughs> like a steam? Unless ship? it's set. That situation on Ozark, but that's because Jason Bateman is there. Is it? Are they on a steamboat in New Orleans? That would be fun. Can that be what happens? <laughs> it could be. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I guess. I don't know if there are anchors on steamboats. Maybe yeah. there are. Um, I like that old-fashioned gambling, like poker on a steamship. <laughs> oh no! From New Orleans. That's very <laughs> black tie, and I like that. That's where my mind is. That's where my expectations are. I'm gonna keep them there. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen, did you have a discovery? <laughs> nope. I just was flashing back to how much Joe loves the old timey car bullshit. Oh, oh yeah. And Are so we? in my head, I was hearing old timey music. You're hearing Paul Williams penny just farthing shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Calliope. Yeah. Mm, okay. the Calliope was a big picture hats and uh, you know, uncomfortable ladies' dresses. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you guys all for listening um, to our shortest, yeah, <laughs> our shortest episode. Yeah. Wait, I'm sure. would you guys would you guys rather go to that um, old timey car show and dressed up like those old timey no. folks, or this black this, tie? This posing? I would way rather go to the black okay. tie. Oh wait, what's the option? I was so busy screaming. <laughs> the black this black this episode gold black tie gym uh, bodybuilding. Oh. Yeah, a that. million billion times would I go yeah. to the bodybuilding gym opening. Okay, okay. No to the classic cars. I yeah. do not like the old-timey classic car thing, Joe. Mm-mm. I will never like it. I'm going to find a party. And I'm, not, I'm not confused about this. It's not like me eventually working out the gambling ship thing. <laughs> it is like I a million percent can't get down with that bizarre barbershop quartet, fiddly mustache, ferals, uh, whatever the fuck that is vibe. No, thank you. You're yeah. clearly lost and confused. And I'm going to help you through these woods to get to the other side where you're going to love this car old timey vibe. <laughs> I'm going to mm. foster you through this, this dark woods that you're in. No. Yep, that's never going to happen, but that's cool. I think you should spend that time, uh, I don't know, capping on freeways some more. Yeah. Uh, would you rather go to that old-timey car party or the, the dinner <laughs> this party? This is the best game ever. I super love this. The dinner party and death set, addicted to death. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'd go to the, the dinner party because din- yeah, sometimes I, I really get off on shit that's super awkward. It just there's an an enjoyment, a perverse enjoyment. Also, I would then be able to ask if I could also have dessert because I knew that was the <laughs> contention that only Jonathan seemed to get dessert. Jonathan and was the was only like one that got weird, pudding. It was like a weird pudding. Yeah. yeah. Can I also have dessert? <laughs> can I please? Can I have everybody else's pudding because no one and else had like, any? <laughs> like I know, I know that you're about to take something that you think is a down, but it's actually speed. But before yeah. we do that. Can I have some dessert? Because it's not fair. I'd just be like, no fair. <laughs> Can I stick dessert. around until you shoot your and murder yeah. your husband? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's After creeping at you. Name over and over. Yeah, he's creeping at you, <laughs> drunk on yep. pills. What, yep. what, what do you say? Would you rather go to the dinner party? Oh, the dinner. Okay, how about the costume party from... <laughs> uh, from Roger Winslow's Art Mart? No. The Beaux-Arts Ball? The oh, bad from- costume party. Oh, from- fuck. Oh, <laughs> Oh, what was that? That episode? weird swingers uh, costume party from or Murders the, the a Drag. Murders a Drag. That costume party or the car oh. show? Oh, the I'm still going to go to the costume for, party for the DA, DA. Yeah. Randolph, whatever. Mm-hmm. Randolph he was getting his Man of the Year award. <laughs> Honey um, Feather or whatever. He had like a great name that you couldn't get over. <laughs> I know. I love. Randolph, I can't believe I forgot Honey Feather. <laughs> I would pick the costume party yeah. for sure. I would yeah, too, honestly. I'm going to get yeah, laid at the costume party. Just, so yeah. that's <laughs> everybody's just like ma- 
getting hot and heavy in yeah. the 85 million bedrooms in the mansion. It's like, what's not to love about that? Is there like an improv class in an episode coming yeah. up? Because <laughs> 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 oh, that bit, I'm like, Ellen's going to the Isn't car that's, show. <laughs> that's what you're... Nope, I wouldn't. Ellen's I wouldn't. like, where's wow. my where's my corset? You would, yes, I am. A, a few years a few years ago, I I went to a class about making like tra- making your practice more open to video art, like to new media, and I broke through that wall. Oh God! So I still would never go to the car show. Ever. What if it? What if you? Ooh, cho- maybe that museum opening with the mummies. Ooh. <laughs> I That's might a not good. go to that. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at it was murder pod. Email us at it was murder pod at gmail.com. Rate and review us at the iTunes uh, Apple podcast app. I have such a hard time saying that because it makes no sense, um, but it helps us. So uh, <laughs> do it if you can. Please do it. Dear God. Do it if you can. If your thumbs work. Or we'll push you into a vat of molten acid. <laughs> or gold. Or only gold. Gold. <laughs> we use only gold. Yeah. Freeway was wearing a cute uh, workout outfit. So good night, Freeway. Yeah. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway. Good night, Freeway.